Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and podcast where Christ and Culture Connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about what does faith look like? And we're coming from the book of Mark chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. So grab your journals. First and foremost, I want to start off with saying I pray you guys had a wonderful Christmas break. I pray that you spent time with your family. I pray that you remembered that Jesus is the reason for the season. I pray that you got everything that your heart desired. And if you didn't get everything that your heart desired, I pray that you're just grateful that you got to experience another Christmas, another holiday season with friends and family. If you weren't with family, I pray that you know that family comes not just by blood, but sometimes by association, your church family or your school family or your work family like I just pray that during this holiday weekend that you loved on each other that you didn't focus on the gifts and the money and all the materialistic things but that you focused on the gift of life and the gift of the loved ones around you and if you didn't have any loved one around you I pray that you know that I love you and I'm so thankful that you're here another day but most importantly God loves you but before we get into today's word I want to share with you guys some things that I have coming up in the month of January on January 7th as well as January 21st I will be having another consistency camp where we'll be Bible studying and brainstorming for 2024. As always, we're starting off this new month and this new year in prayer. So whether you need consistency in prayer, consistency in Bible study, consistency in working out, consistency in content, consistency in just showing up for yourself, whatever you need consistency with, we will be meeting and holding each other accountable as well as giving each other different ideals and different tips and strategies on how to stay consistent throughout the year of 2024 that's going to be happening on January 7th as well as January 21st which is the first and the third Sunday in 2024 if you would like to join me in our consistency camp to hold each other accountable that link will be in the description the third thing that's happening in the month of January which I'm going to talk more about on my second YouTube channel which is back to the basics a channel that's all about relationships and marriage I will be having my monthly wives workshop is happening on January 6th and in this workshop every month we will have a different topic as well as activities interactive discussions and prayer for my bays that are either married or in relationships or wanting to be married this is just a safe space for us to talk about relationships and marriage and also prepare yourselves or continue to sharpen yourselves as wives so i'll be sharing more details with that on my second youtube channel as well as a new video will be dropping today on that channel so if you're interested in january's monthly wives workshop that link will be in the description as well those are the three things that we have coming up in the month of january the two consistency camps happening on the january 7th as well as january 21st 
and the monthly wise workshop happening on January 6th. I can't wait to see you guys and connect with you guys at all three workshops. And y'all know my birthday, January 28th. So on the January 21st class, y'all can just tell me a happy birthday and we might do a little party or, or like a little game at the end as a pre-birthday celebration. But all of the information for those workshops will be in the description. I can't wait to get consistent with you guys and to also hold each other accountable. Community is so important and we're going to be doing this monthly in the year 2024. So I can't wait to kick off with you guys on January 6th, 7th, and 21st. That information will be in the description. Let's get into today's episode. So as far as me and my family, we actually were binge watching The Chosen this weekend. And y'all already know, whenever I'm watching the show, God loves to give me a word. So this weekend, me and my family binge watched this show called The Chosen, and it's on Netflix. And it's literally a show that shows the different things that happen in the Bible, but of course, in movie or series form. So we binge watched the whole first season, and episode six was based on Mark chapter two, where it talks about when Jesus healed the paralyzed man. And that episode really stood out to me the most because a lot of times when we're reading the Bible and we hear about these different Bible stories, we don't really, I feel like we don't really understand how impactful or how big of a deal these things are because we weren't physically there when it happened. So that's why shows like The Chosen is so important because it allows us to visually see in a physical form exactly what happened. And it just takes the miracle to a new level when you're actually seeing it played out. So in Mark chapter two, this is about where Jesus forgives and heals a paralyzed man and mark chapter 2 verse 1 says a few days later when jesus again entered capernaum the people heard that he had come they gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left not even outside the door and he preached the word to them some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them since they could not get him to jesus because of the crowd they made an opening in the roof above jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on when jesus saw their faith he said to the paralyzed man son your sins are forgiven now, if you're anything like me, when you read that in the Bible, it's just like, okay, you know, they dug through the roof and lowered him down so that Jesus could heal him. And we read the story and it's just like, okay, well, yeah, they dug through the roof and they lowered him down and Jesus healed him. And we've heard the story so much that it's easy to just say it lightly or take it lightly as if it's not a big deal but seeing it on the chosen episode six it really put it into a new perspective for me and what god showed me while watching the chosen episode six is what faith really looks like see we know that faith without works is dead and we know that god requires us to live by faith but a lot of times we think faith is just saying i believe in something we think faith is just having the thought or the mind process that i'm having faith for god to do this and that's it but when god says faith without works is dead is because they are one in the same faith is actually something that you need to do in the physical form and it's not just you saying you believe that God is going to do something it's not just you speaking and sharing with others that God is going to do something it actually requires something from you in the physical realm to show or to activate the faith that you say you have so when it comes to the story of Jesus healing the paralyzed man on the show the chosen what I loved about it is that it allowed us to see what does faith look like and as I was taking notes for this podcast this morning God allowed six things in that episode to stand out to me that shows what faith looks like and the first thing that God allowed me to see is that faith looks like ignoring people who speak against what God is telling you to do because in the chosen episode six when the four friends brought the paralyzed man Simon told them there's no room for y'all to get to Jesus it's already a bunch of people it's crowded over here you trying to bring your paralyzed friend it ain't no room for y'all 
are, but they didn't allow that to stop them from doing what God was placing on their heart for them to do. I've been carrying this heavy grown man all this time. You're not about to tell me that I can't get to Jesus. I've been sowing into this business all this time. You're not about to tell me that it's not going to flourish. I've been sowing seeds and standing on this promise that God has given me. You're not about to tell me that it's too crowded in this industry. I've been believing and I've been showing up. You're not about to tell me that I'm not about to get what God has promised me. The first thing that God allowed me to see in this episode is that faith looks like ignoring whoever is speaking against what God is telling you to do. You have to ignore the naysayers. That's why the word tells us to guard your heart and guard your ear gates because you must be willing to ignore people who are speaking against what God is telling you to do if you really are operating from a place of faith. So faith first looks like ignoring anybody that's speaking against what God is telling you to do because in the episode when Simon told them no y'all can't get the Jesus it's not enough room that did not stop them from looking around and figuring out a way to display their faith the second thing that God allowed to stand out in this episode is that they were climbing while carrying the man they had to climb on top of the roof while also carrying him and see it's one thing to carry the promise one thing to carry what God has called you to do but sometimes you have to carry it and climb y'all know us we feel like God already did my part and I already did the work and I shouldn't have to sow anymore I shouldn't have to pray anymore I shouldn't have to fast anymore but God is saying today I need you to climb while carrying it and I know it's not easy but I'm trying to see your faith I need you to climb while carrying it and I know it's not easy, but I'm trying to see how much you truly believe. While they were carrying the paralyzed man to Jesus, when they realized they couldn't get to him that way, they climbed while carrying him because they had that much faith. And God is saying today, sometimes you have to climb while carrying it. It's not just enough to believe what I said. It's not just enough to work towards it every day. You're going to have to climb to new levels while still carrying that word that I've given you. Even when people speaking against it, even when people telling you you look crazy, you're going to have to climb while carrying the word that I've spoken over your life. The third thing that God allowed to stand out to me is that they displayed their faith by interrupting Jesus. And I know it's just like, uh, that's kind of rude. Like, should we actually do that? But this was how big their faith was that God, I'm going to get to you any way I can get to you. Even if that means interrupting you while you're talking to somebody else. It's just like the woman with the issue of blood. She touched him while he was walking through a crowd. He wasn't even focused on her, but she reached out and touched him. So could it be that displaying your faith or living by faith includes disruptions? See, you know, we like to play it safe, but sometimes in order to display your faith, faith, you must disrupt some things. You must go against the grain. You must do what nobody else is willing to do. You must stand out when you actually just feel like blending in. Sometimes in order to display your faith, you must disrupt some things. So once they climbed on top of the roof with this while carrying this paralyzed man, they interrupted Jesus while he was talking to the others. And the woman said to him, God, if you're willing, I know you can. If you're willing, I know you can. I'm putting my faith out there. I'm not playing it safe when it comes to my faith because I understand that if you're willing, I know you can. So sometimes faith looks like interrupting plans, interrupting the norm, interrupting the way, that, the, way the system usually works. Sometimes faith looks like interruption. The fourth thing that God allowed to stand out to me is the fact that they were tearing up the roof of a home that wasn't theirs. 
they didn't live there, y'all. They did, so the homeowners could have came up there trying to trying to fight. The homeowners could have easily came up there like, let's fight, like period. Like let's just get to it because first of all, you're tearing up my roof. Do you have money to replace it? You break it, you buy it. Like they're tearing up the roof of a home that's not theirs. And when we read it in scripture, it's just like they dug through the roof and lowered the man down to Jesus. And we don't think about all these things, but visually seeing it, God allowed these different things to stand out to me and God said this is what faith looks like faith looks like sometimes not worrying about the repercussions not worried about the consequences because you have so much faith that I'm gonna step in you have so much faith in my power and my strength and my will for your life that you'll go against the norm and you'll tear off a roof that's not even yours you'll interrupt a conversation that you're not even in you'll ignore Simon even though he's close to Jesus you'll climb while also carrying this heavy burden God said this this is what faith looks like. So next time you say to somebody, you're a man of faith or you're a woman of faith, ask yourself, am I willing to do these things? Am I willing to block out naysayers that come from the church? Am I willing to go against the word of the minister because I know what God told me to do? Because let's remember, they were ignoring Simon, but Simon was, was Jesus' right-hand man. So sometimes you have to be so locked in with God that you do what God is telling you to do and your leaders may not understand it. What type of faith do you really have? Because sometimes God only gives the word to you and your pastor or your mentor or your leaders at work may not understand the word and the seed that God is planting into your life. So do you have enough faith to trust your discernment when it comes to the directions that God is speaking to you? Can you tune out anybody that's speaking against what God told you to do? Do you have enough faith to climb while still carrying this thing that God has spoken over your life? Do you have enough faith to interfere and disrupt the norm? Do you have enough faith to dig up a roof that's not even yours because you have so much faith in what God can do? Because you have so much trust and hope in what God can do. God said, this is what faith really looks like. Because we like to paint faith out to be so pretty and so calm and so put together. But actually, faith requires disruption. The fifth thing that God allowed to stand out to me while watching this is that faith sometimes looks like embarrassment. There's a 50% chance that you can be embarrassed when living by faith. And I honestly think this is what causes some people to waver. And this is what causes some people to throw in the towel because there is a 50% chance that you are going to be embarrassed. They climbed on the roof while carrying this man. They dug up a roof that was not theirs to lower down this body. And Jesus had never healed a paralyzed man before. So how did they really know that he can do it? They did it. They just had faith. Not only that, when they lowered down the man, he had on like this dress, all his legs showing, his paralyzed paralyzed feet it wasn't a pretty sight it didn't look pretty faith does not always look pretty yet they had so much faith that it does not that it did not matter what it looked like to others they lowered him down and they had enough faith to believe that God even though I've never seen you do anything like this before I have so much trust and hope in you that I allow you to see that I have faith that you can do it which is the sixth thing that God allowed to stand out to me is the fact that they had to stand there and wait on Jesus to do something that had never been done. Jesus had never healed a paralyzed man before. 
but they had enough faith to go through all these different steps, all of this disruption. Everything that they did caused a disruption. Everything that they did went against the norm. Do you have enough faith to go against the norm so that God can do something extraordinary? Do you have enough faith to go against the ordinary so that God can do something extraordinary? God says today, this is what faith looks like. Faith looks like disruption. Faith looks like going against what people normally do. Faith looks like climbing up a building that's not yours. Faith looks like digging in a roof that's not yours. Faith looks like interrupting the conversation because you want to get Jesus' attention so bad. Faith looks like disruption. And that's today's seed, the disruption required seed. Because Father God, I understand that in order for me to live by faith, I have to understand that faith contradicts the things of this world. The word says that God makes a fool of the things of this world. So if God makes a fool of the things of this world, how can we get his promises by playing by the rules of this world? Faith requires disruption. Faith requires stepping out when everybody's trying to stay in. Faith requires speaking up boldly even when you don't see the evidence. Faith requires believing God's word even when you don't have any proof. Faith requires a disruption that says, I know that this is how y'all normally do it, but God is telling me to do it this way. And I know you say there's no room to get to Jesus, but I'm gonna climb on the roof. And I know that this isn't my house, but I'm gonna have to dig up this roof to get to God. Because whatever it is that I need to do to get in alignment with what God is calling me to do, I'm gonna do it even if it requires me disrupting a few things. Even if it requires me going against the grain. Even if it requires me, me looking crazy and possibly embarrassing myself I understand that sometimes faith looks like disrupting the norm so as we enter 2024 we're entering this year with faith as we always do but we're understanding that with this year sometimes that's gonna mean being the outcast that's what it means to be set apart set apart meaning you must be okay with doing the things that God places on your heart that others may not understand in order to get to the promised land, in order to get to the destiny, in order to do the things that God is telling you to do, there will be some disruption that's required because God says, I need to see your faith. And Mark chapter two, verse five literally says, when Jesus saw their faith, how did he see their faith? He saw their faith by that roof getting dug up. He saw their faith by them climbing up a building while carrying a grown man. He saw their faith by them interrupting the conversation. I know y'all having small talk right now, but I got big faith in what you can do. So I'm sorry to be rude, but Father God, I got faith in you. I'm sorry to be rude, but there's some things I'm believing in you for. I'm sorry to be rude, but I'm gonna have to step against the way that y'all normally run things because I got I got big faith in my big God and that requires me to disrupt some small things. So Father God, I'm allowing you to see my faith as I step out against the norm because I understand that faith requires disruption. You're never going to get to extraordinary by ordinarily doing the things that everybody else is doing. God is saying today, let me see your faith, even if that means you must disrupt some things because all that does is show how much faith you have in me. Disruption requires seed. And you can sell that to dollar sign the Christian Bay or PayPal Zelda Christian Bay at gmail.com. Disruption required. That's what faith looks like. Going against the grain, fully pursuing what God is placing on your heart, even if it doesn't make sense to the rules of this world or the people. Disruption required. That's what faith looks like. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. 
Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be in your presence, Father God. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to read your word. Father God, thank you for giving me an opportunity to see your word while watching the show, The Chosen, Father God. I pray for each and every person under the sound of my voice that they not only watch this show, Father God, but that this show deepens their faith to another level, Father God. That this show allows them to understand just how powerful you are, Father God. Just how much of a healer you are. Just how much of a miracle worker you are. Just how much of a mountain mover you are, Father God. I pray that we never take your words lightly, Father God, that even when we're not able to see it in the physical realm, we know just by you speaking a word how big and powerful you are, Father God. So today we sow the disruption required seed, Father God, because we understand that when you speak a word, it's going to shake up some things, but that's because you're such an atmosphere shifter, Father God. So today I pray for our obedience. Today I pray for our courageousness. Today I pray for our confidence in you, that we do not blend in with the rules of this world and allow this world to give us restrictions of what we can do but that we move based on what you said even if it does not align with what we see father god allow us to have so much faith that we're okay with causing a disruption if it's going to make your word come to pass on earth as it is in heaven father god today we sow the disruption seed and we stand on it because we know that we are your vessels and in order for your miracles to come to pass in order for your word to be seen we must be in obedience in what you say even when we don't understand it father god even when it doesn't make sense even when it causes a scene even if it looks like it may cause us to be embarrassed father god we have so much faith in you and your word that we're okay with causing a disruption to get to our destiny because that's what faith looks like father god we love you and will forever praise your name in jesus name we pray amen I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay TV and podcast. I'll talk to you guys on the next episode and I'll see you guys at the Bible study and brainstorming workshop on January 7th as well as January 21st. I love you guys. Bye.